Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode two of the interview series. Guys, I just want to say I'm sorry for the lack of uploads um, for the podcast. I had schools, uh, really important stuff, some finals going on. Didn't have the time to finish it. And then I had a bunch of stuff going on at the very beginning of the summer. Was the grand opening of Chick-fil-A. But now this episode's been on YouTube up for a little while. I haven't even like put it out there yet, really, by on Instagram or anything like that, which I have to do that soon. But here's the podcast episode. So if you're somebody who likes to listen to the audio version and you're listening to this right now, thank you so much for being here and enjoy. One more quick thing. I didn't have the time to actually get rid of the parts where it says, like, look down here or look at the video type thing. Uh, this is literally just the audio version of the video. I'm sorry about that. I hope that I'll be able to fix that later. But for now, guys, I wanted to get this out to you as soon as I possibly can so that you guys can consume it. Otherwise, that's pretty much it. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the second episode of the interview series. This was another really awesome special one. I'm joined with the friend who I've had my entire life since I was born. Right here, camera two, right there. His name is Sam, Samuel, Shoma, whatever you want to call him, man. He's got like seven different names, you know? He's also repping the brand. Uh, we're gonna get into a lot of awesome stuff today. This kid's an amazing video editor. He does a lot of photo editing too. He came up with the Indiv design that's on the back, the box footy design. Here's a picture of it right here. And he's done a lot of special video edits. You can check out his channel. He does, he loves Marvel, so he's made a lot of Marvel edits online. His channel is called Edits, that's capital E, Edits, space, MCU, in all caps. Sick videos, sick edits there. Trying to convince him to make an Instagram page, Twitter, and Facebook, but he doesn't want to listen to me. But he's extremely talented, this kid, and on top of everything, he's an extremely good student who goes to a school called BCA in Bergen County, which is this technical school for computer science. So, it's a very special episode today. Let's get right started. So, introduce yourself. What do you do? Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. So you said most of it. I'm Sam Shrovsky. Um, I'm a video editor, uh, I'm a photo editor, and some might call me a musician. Um, I got into this mostly um, by being a complete nerd, actually. I, um, I watched a lot of Marvel movies, I got into the comics, and uh, on Instagram I followed a bunch of um, comic-related pages, and eventually I started seeing these artists that made different digital art based on the movies and based on the comics. And I got really interested in it, and I uh, downloaded Photoshop, and I wanted to see what I could do. I uh, looked up a bunch of tutorials. I um, watched other people do their work because we have a whole art academy in my school too. Um, so I asked them about some stuff and I started editing photos. Um, and then as for the video edits, it's the same exact thing. I saw a bunch of them on Instagram. Um, they use different clips from Marvel movies. They, uh, they attack the beats of the music with the, uh, with the beats of the videos and it looked really great. So I said, I might be able to do that. And they're good. He's not lying. They're, they're pretty sick. Uh, I'm going to link a few of them down below. I'm definitely going to link his channel down below. So if you guys are interested in checking it out, definitely go check it out. Subscribe to his channel. He makes some pretty sick edits. He sings them to the beat, sings to the music, things like that. It's really good. It's, it's really, really good stuff. And uh, if you guys want to see him make an Instagram page, definitely like this video below. If this gets to how many likes do you think until if you make an Instagram page? This is to get how many likes? I don't know. Give me a number. I'll, I'll go with a hundred. Okay, I'm never gonna get a hundred. Yeah, I don't know. Let's make this a little more reasonable. 50. Let's say ten. Ten. Let's ten say likes. ten likes. Yeah, let's get ten likes. If this video gets ten likes, okay? Ten likes, he's gonna make an Instagram page for his MCU edits, okay? 
10 likes. Or fine, I know you're watching this, like this video. So you briefly talked about how you're a photo editor and you edit videos too. So why don't you shed some light on that? What have you learned as a person who has really recently, like the last year, got into video editing and photo editing and really uh, gained a lot of knowledge and skill in that area? Why don't you tell the audience something that they should know about your journey of starting to do these edits? Um, number one, don't give up. No matter how tough it might be, you know, um, I mean, obviously my, a bunch of things might get in the way, especially schoolwork. Is probably my main issue. Um, I don't have a lot of time to work on my hobbies and my passions because of schoolwork. But when I do, I spend almost all of my time trying to either learn more or get something done. Um, I mean, I've made a lot of progress in what has it been a year? Maybe, is maybe, yeah. maybe even two years. I've been doing this, um, and I'm nowhere near the level of mastery that a bunch of people are. But I hope to some to someday get there. Um, I've learned a lot through the internet. I, I've never had an actual like personal teacher for any of my hobbies. Internet. Yeah, it's mostly the, including like guitar, which isn't even that, that huge of a passion. But I started playing guitar a few years ago, and I never had a teacher for guitar. I solely use the internet, YouTube videos, um, websites with chords on them, chord diagrams. I learned all of it. Um, and the internet is just the greatest tool out there. It is, 100%. The internet, it's, it's such a beautiful thing, right? I've learned how to edit videos on there. I've also learned how to edit photos on there. I've made designs for uh, Indiv on uh, the internet. Uh, and it's just amazing, the amount of stuff. I've learned guitar solos. I've learned full guitar songs. I can pick up guitar songs in a second just by going, what are the chords to this song? So the internet is just the most powerful thing. And so. I never understand when people, they come up with these excuses that they can't do something, right? You know, you know what I'm talking about? I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. People, they make these excuses that they can't do something, whether it's video editing for some people, photo editing for other people, how to catch a ball, like, I, I don't know, anything. How to start an online business, how to start a website, how to build, how to code. It's all online. Everything is online. Stop making excuses. Go do it. It's just, it's just so simple, and people are just not willing to put in the work. What do you gotta say to those people? I mean, yeah, you gotta, you, if you really want something, you're not gonna get anything unless you really want it. If you're just gonna, half, yeah, if you're just gonna half-ass everything, you're never gonna get there. You, you might get at a mediocre level. You might um, be able to play three chords on a guitar, but you're never gonna be able to learn whole solos if you don't put in that work. If you don't. I mean, yeah, it's just the work. Putting in the work. You have to put in the work. And, like, that's it. Bottom line is you have to put in the work, right? Yeah. If there is no work being put in, there's no results being achieved. And if there's no results being achieved, there's no progress being achieved. And you can never become proficient in whatever you're doing or, in some cases, even become an expert. So I think that that's a very valid point. If you don't put in the work, you're not going to get anywhere, right? All right, so moving away from uh, photo editing and video editing and uh, specifically how, why you got into it, clearly it's a passion of yours and you enjoy doing it. So why don't you tell the viewers something interesting going on in your life? It could be related to photo editing and video editing. Um, I remember off camera we were talking about the gig. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Um, so, honestly, before this gig, which I'll talk about, I haven't been able to monetize any of what I do whatsoever, um, which isn't the biggest goal, but it's, it's something that's nice to have. Um, and recently, my grandpa, who's a photographer, he goes to weddings, he goes to bar mitzvahs, uh, he goes to parties and things, and he, um, he takes pictures there. He has a whole group of photographers. And he has seen some of my video work, 
and he asked me, uh, actually next week uh, is the bar mitzvah, if I could make a video for a, a kid's bar mitzvah. And I'm really excited to do this. I'm getting paid way more money than I should be, but um, it's, it's, it's good money. Um, and I hope to have a good product and I hope to make him proud and see where else I can go with this. See, this is, I wanna talk about this a little bit. This is when connections and people, playing with people comes through a lot. So the reason you got this gig is because of your grandfather, right? Your grandfather, you had a connection, you had an opportunity, and you took that opportunity, right? Uh, so the point I'm trying to make is, the point I'm trying to emphasize, opportunity is everywhere, right? So we already discussed the internet, and how on the internet alone, you have things like if you're a video editor or a photo editor, Fiverr, start a Fiverr gig, here's five bucks, edit this two minute clip for me, things like that. Uh, go do freelance work for companies, for restaurants in your area to make advertising videos for them. Uh, you can literally, there's just an infinite amount of things. And here you had an opportunity through your family member, you saw the opportunity, and you took that opportunity. So congratulations on that game. That's pretty freaking sick. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, just definitely get the 10 likes on this video so you can A, start that Instagram page, and B, as a congratulations for his gig, 10 likes on this Instagram page. Or right, we'll find you, and I will take your Instagram account. But yeah, I think that's pretty awesome that you got that gig, and uh, congratulations on that, that's pretty sick. So, landing this gig, uh, you've been getting a little bit of success. I mean, this is a big monetized gig. I don't know if you want to reveal exactly how much you're getting paid, of course you don't have to, but uh, from what we talked about, that's pretty freaking sick. It's a, it's a big jump from nothing to what you're getting yeah. paid. Uh, so, you had a little bit of success. Hopefully after this, you can actually put in more work on Instagram, do some Instagram outreach. If you're telling you, if you go DM a bunch of people, uh, you will get more gigs like this, and then if you think about that, if this stuff racks up, if you do things for half the price, you'll get it like this. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, what is something you failed at? Something I failed at? Yeah. I don't have to think about this one. I don't want to say that there hasn't been any failure, no, but it, I just don't usually focus on my failure. So um, there's been a lot of failure, I'm not going to lie. Um, one of the main things was jumping into getting my stuff out there way too quickly, which I'm not saying don't put your work out there, whatever you do. Uh, it's just be careful of what you do and when, because um, if you go, if you do go to my YouTube channel, you'll see my first two edits. They were made pretty poorly because I used a uh, I used iMovie, which is a free editing software on Macs, and um, the edits just didn't come out with the quality that I wanted them to, and. At this point, I, I don't take them down off of my YouTube channel solely for the fact that I want to be able to see my progress and I want other people to be able to see, to see my progress. But I rushed way too quickly with trying to get my work out there. I was very uh, subscriber hungry and that's not something I focus anymore, focus on anymore. Um, but the subscribers mean nothing. I mean, they, they if you have them, it's nice, but it's not my main focus. My yeah, main focus I mean, I've is, had videos with 300 views, but I have 42 subscribers. Right? Yeah. So I mean, like I know my numbers. Uh, I like seeing the metrics go up. It, it is flattering, honestly, to see someone subscribe to your channel. But at the same time, it's really not about that. It's about views. It's about how many people you could reach. But something you're mentioning, I don't really. So you're saying that the videos you put out, you're not happy with the quality of them. You feel like you could always improve, right? You're hungry to edit them. You're hungry to make them better and better and better and better every single time, every single new video. So that's where I was going. There's always room for improvement, yeah. which is why I kept the videos that aren't as great up there. Um, which, like you said about the whole subscriber count, my YouTube channel has three subscribers. Yeah. That one, two, three. Go subscribe right now. Get that to ten. <laughs> but ten is the magic number today. Get him to ten subscribers. Here's the thing. One of my videos got 700 views. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane to me. And I'm very happy. 
what doesn't make sense to me is that it's not my best edit that I put that I have up there um, but it's still something that amazes me and but going back to the whole um, rushing thing if you have if you have something don't don't go too quickly to just get it out there yes you want it to be out there but you want people to see your best work I think there's something you gotta be careful with on that line it's a very like thin line that you're crossing but let me explain why a lot of people get hung up on looks right not physical looks I'm talking about the looks of their footage let's use twitch streaming for an example a lot of people it's the most common thing they go buy a microphone they buy a computer they buy a monitor they pay for shit so that they can get a nice setup on their on their screen and get all the crap that nobody actually needs but they never start streaming like that's like it, they just they don't they never actually put out content because they're trying to perfect every little thing so I think it's really dangerous saying something like that because now, people, they get stuck, and they're like, oh, my hair doesn't look good in this video. Like, my hair, I need mean, I mean, my <laughs> hair doesn't look good in this video, so I'm not going to upload it. Or, I didn't cut this right, so now I need to go change the entire video again. Let me do this again. And they end up never posting. Don't you think that it's better to put something out there for people to see? I mean, you pointed out yourself, you said you don't even think it's your best edit, but it has 700 views. I mean, that's the other thing. Don't be a perfectionist by any means. Yeah, because they always a, they a, a perfectionist is not what you want to be. You, uh, but what I'm saying is be cautious. Um, no, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is don't... Um, I, I look back and I realize that I rushed way too quickly with getting my edits out there because I didn't realize that I could get better editing software, that I could get... Um, better quality clips without watermarks, do better with the cropping. Um, and like, if you look back at my older videos, especially my first one, th there's watermarks all over the clips that I use. The, the transitions and the, the, it's completely choppy, everything's offbeat. Um, but if you look at my newer ones, uh, especially the most recent one, the Iron Man Survivor um, edit, <laughs> I'm really proud of it, but there's a lot of, um, fade transitions, I use a lot of different video effects, and I'm much more proud of that work, and if it was something that I released much more early on, um, I feel like that would set the, set my reputation as to better than what it is now. See, but something interesting you said, uh, you're talking about tools, right? And wish I had better editing software, but you have editing software, right? So for the people out there that like, have the tools, right? They have the, they have the ability to make these edits, they should just be doing it. They should be putting out the best work that they possibly can just because one end was not right or this doesn't look the best they can. You'll progress over time and I feel like that's a very important thing that you said. Your first video is gonna be way worse than your last video. Absolutely. Right? So you'll progress with time. So what I'm just trying to say is don't hesitate. You like you should always put out that content. No matter what. It should go out there. You shouldn't dwell over every single little thing because if you don't put out content, you you're nowhere. I mean, again, you said it yourself. You put out one video that you didn't think was good, and it got 700 views. It's your most viewed video. I don't know about you, but if this gets 700 views, I'd be ecstatic. Like, that's a lot. Like, 700 yeah. individual people. Think about that. 700 people watched your video. They took the time. Again, I say this a lot, because if you think about this, this is really flattering. That's the only word I'm saying. 700 people took the time to watch your video. Right? Because that's insane, like just that's crazy, 700 people, right? So like it's awesome and it would have never happened if you didn't put out that content, right? 
So I'm just saying, like, you always got to put it out. If you don't put it out, you never know, because you can't always take it down. But, I mean, why would you? I mean, that's what, that's where I am. I don't want to take it down solely for the fact that um, at this point, after I did put out the not-so-great content, I want people to be able to see my progress. Yeah, progress is important. And progress in a channel is really good. And it really emphasizes how a person grows and how their channel grows and how their content gets better. And I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people don't talk about. Talking about failures transitions well into uh, another really interesting thing. What is something that you wish you knew before you started video editing and before you started photo editing? Something that and taking pictures and recording videos. Like, what, what is something that you wish that you knew that, I don't know, maybe could have prevented one of your failures? That a lot of people out there will support you no matter what. Before I started, uh, I was very, very doubtful of anything I was doing. I was extremely secretive about my YouTube channel because um, I thought that if anybody saw it, they'd see me as this big geek, which now I'm almost proud of because so many of my friends, including you, including my school friends, including my family, um, they all support me even like with this and if I knew that beforehand, I wouldn't have hesitated so much to do it. And I feel like no matter what you do, no matter how embarrassing it is, you shouldn't try to hide it because people criticize you. People, there will always be critics. There will yeah, always be. Important. Yeah. There will always be that one, or maybe even that one hundred guys mm -hmm. that say, "Wow, this sucks," mm -hmm. or "Wow, you're an idiot." But you don't gotta listen to them because you're doing what you love. Um. It's the same thing with photo editing. I mean, I share my pictures, and people really enjoy them. And I don't expect this, and and it and it comes greatly to me because, like, I don't expect people to be like, "Wow!" I expect people to be like, "Ew!" Yeah, this is so interesting. I really resonate with that. I found that there are a lot of people that are quite supportive, but for me, my my thing has been a little bit different than that. It's actually kind of been the opposite. I found a lot of people that have seemed to be supportive, like they're supportive, uh, but then they go behind my back and they talk shit. Uh, and I spoke about this in my first interview. I know who you are. You know who you are. I'm not gonna name names again, but uh, it is a thing. Like, I, I know so many people that act supportive, but they just talk shit in the background. Like they just make fun of the videos I do, uh, and uh, me actually making content and uh, producing stuff that I actually like. But what I gotta say to that is, and I think you can really resonate with this too. We're actually doing shit. Again, this goes back to they're taking the time to look at our stuff criticize it, and make negative comments about it. But we're actually taking that the time- only, That only makes us better. Yeah, and, but like we're taking the time to actually make the content and put it out for people to watch. You see? See my point here? So like, but getting upset over a negative comment, it's like so useless, like you can't waste your time as a creator. Here's doing the most that. important thing. Don't ignore the negative comments. You still gotta listen to them, but at the same time, you Absolutely can't. take into account what these people say because you want your content to be the best it can be. Yeah. And um, whether that comes to your values or your viewers' value, what, whatever is more important, um, you still want to listen to what the viewers are saying so that you can take your content and improve it. Because again, going back to the whole progress thing, you want that progress. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think you're touching on something very important. Uh, negative comments, people that leave negative comments on your stuff, it's important to read them to see them, but at the same time, you can't dwell on them, if that makes sense. Like, if you're constantly uh, thinking about the negative stuff, it's just gonna put you in a negative mindset, right? But if, like, that's not that cliche shit that people talk about. Like, if you're in a positive headspace, you will be positive. 
and your content will be better, and your day-to-day -day will be better. You'll be healthier mentally. But if you constantly focus on the negative and pick out all the negatives, your days will be worse. Your day-to-day -day will be more negative. Your mindset will be more negative. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if, if, if somebody comments on my video <coughs> like, hey, none of the beats line up with the music, I'm going to go into my... That's important. Talk. That's important. I'm going to look in and I'm going to see... Where did I mess up? Exactly. Did something completely turn everything off? Constructive wrong? criticism. Exactly. Right. But if somebody says something along the lines of, wow, this shit fucking sucks, fix your shit, I'm going to see it, I'm going to go and see how I can fix it, but I'm not going to think like, wow, this guy is going to be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, you're not going to rethink your entire strategy. You're going to make the next video. Right. You can't stop because of that one stupid person that said, oh, you're thinking shit. Okay, why don't you go make a video? Let's see how much better your video is. Like, I'm actually taking the time to do it. What are you doing? I think it's a very important thing that a lot of people struggle with, and they don't put out the content for the two reasons we talked about. They're afraid of the other people or what they're going to say, uh, which I struggle with a lot until I actually put out my first intro video. Like, if you go back and look at my first video on YouTube I've ever made in this channel, I was so nervous. Like, I was shaking. I was talking so fast. I still talk fast, but I'm not nervous. I'm super excited. That's why I'm talking fast. But... Um, <laughs> It's that they're afraid of people's opinions and they're trying to perf they're trying to perfect their content when in reality they're afraid to put that content out, which goes back to people's opinions. So I think we touched on really important stuff here today that can help a lot of people. So to wrap this up, I got one more question to ask you here. What is something that you know is true or that's a fact, but most people don't agree with you on? I think most thing most things are subject to opinion. You know, like obviously there's facts in life, like this wall is beige, but um, most things in life. People will have their opinions on, and I don't think that anybody can be truly right about certain things. Uh, like, like I said, there's certain things that are absolute fact, like this table's glass. But most things that are like important, it's just how you view it. How, and here's the thing with that: if you think that your opinion is an absolute fact. That's just gonna drive people away from that opinion. Uh, it's just and it's just gonna seem obnoxious, you know. But if you it, like, uh, if you have a genuine debate with someone as to which opinion, there is no correct opinion. That that's the thing about opinions, uh, which just fascinates me. It fascinates me because nobody's ever right, and people will continuously fight and fight and fight and fight over to, uh, just to see, oh, I'm better than you. But the but the what you gotta do but like the more progressive thing, if you will, is to see the other person's opinion, not tell them they're wrong, take it into consideration, see how they might be right, important, and apply it to your own life. So you're basically saying that you don't really pay attention to the people that disagree with you. I mean, let me rephrase. You do pay attention, like you just said, you do pay attention, but you value your opinion more because it's your own personal individual opinion. Right. Don't get me wrong. I've gotten into several fights with people about um, factor opinion. Who would win this death battle? Whatever. You know? But um, don't let it consume you. You know? That's a good, that's a good, that's a good line right there. Don't let, don't let other people's opinions consume you. Uh, and oh, Don't let other people's opinions overvalue your own opinion. Don't let them, their opinions consume you. Here's your the thing. Don't let your opinion consume you either. Okay, elaborate on that. That's interesting. Elaborate. Because you don't, because it's exactly what I was saying before. You don't want to be so self-centered that you think that your beliefs are the only thing that are right. 
Because that's how most people are. You have an opinion and that's what you believe in. Whether it's a political opinion, whether it's uh, just an opinion about anything, honestly. Um, like, it, think about it. In most political debates, you're never going to get the other person to change their mind. Unless they're completely indecisive as to what their political party or uh, decisions are, you're, chances are you're never going to get the other person to change their mind. Mm -hmm. Because they're so consumed in, that, in the fact that what they're saying is right. Um, I don't want to focus on politics too much because it's politics, but just with anything, if you think that your opinion is the only opinion and it's a fact, you're not doing it right. You're going to lose. You're, you're not doing it right. You've you got to consider what other people are saying and apply it to your own life and see how they might also be right. You have to filter information. Absolutely. You need to take everything in. You need to process everything, but you need to weed out the bad stuff, the negative stuff, and take in the positive stuff, the stuff that's going to better you. So before we finish up here, I've got one more question for you. I want you to leave the audience. We've got a camera here, camera there. I want you to leave the audience with the question of the day. This is the question there. Hopefully, they're going to go in the comments, and they're going to answer. They're going to engage in the, in the comments down below about what they think and their answers to this question. So tell the audience, here's the camera we'll be talking. What is the question you have? How are you applying yourself and achieving your goals? All right, thank you so much for joining me on the interview today. I think we did some really fire content. Thank you. <laughs>